Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to LinkedIn with Bill. Um, so today I'm gonna be talking about uh, just something different, a little unexpected. Uh, we're gonna be talking about cars. So basically, pre-singularity cars that you can have fun with that aren't really that expensive for for a decent sports car. You're gonna be looking for all these cars on my list. You're gonna be looking at about ten grand, pretty much, just ten grand. Um, and now, maintenance fees vary between the few, but other than that, you know, these are just fun, quick cars. So starting off right off the bat, an American classic, the two thousand seven GT five hundred. This is the Mustang, the GT five hundred. This is Shelby Cobra edition. Um. It, it's fun. I, I'd love to be able to have one, you know. It's 500 horsepower, 4.4 second, uh, 0 to 60. Those aren't bad numbers. And you're, you're probably looking at about 10, maybe 12K. Maybe 12K for something like that. Moving on down the list, though, a little bit. I'm just going to keep it going. Because I, I really like Mustangs, but I'm not the biggest Ford fan, if i got to be quite honest with you. So next one, and this is my list too. These are cars that, you know, all of y'all can have your own opinions, but these are cars that I think for around 10K, this is probably the best thing that I could get, me personally. Um, so we had the Mustang. Now the next one, is a, it's going to be a little bit less than the Mustang. You're probably looking at around 6 to 7, maybe 8K for a really nice example. And that's the early 2000s Transams. You got 335 horsepower. You got a 5 second 0 to 60. That thing is fun. A lot of people don't like those. because uh, So at the same time the, uh, the Camaros are being made. There's, those are called the Catfish Camaros. But just because the, if you ever look at the front of a Camaro of the early 2000s, they look a lot like a catfish. <laughs> But anyways, that it's a really hated generation based on the looks, and I don't mind that. I think the looks are pretty cool. I like the weird kind of cars and stuff, so that's why I went with the 2002 Trans Am. It's just fun, and that's what this list is mainly about. They're not the fastest cars, but they're fun, and that's really what it comes down to. So moving on, something a little similar is the OS around the early 2000s GTOs, the Pontiac GTOs. 400 horsepower, so quite a bit over that, and about a four and a half zero to 60. So a ha half second quicker pretty much than the, than the Trans Ams at the same time. The problem with the early GM, early 2000s GM cars is a lot of them are just filled with plastic. So it can look ugly, and the interior can be unappealing, especially as time goes on. But you get around those things when you're looking at cars like this, because you know it's like not spending a whole bunch of money. I expect this to do what I want, which is to just go fast and have fun doing it, you know? So that's the GTO. Now we're going to move into a few German cars. Uh, this is something I've really been interested in. Is the the and this is 10k, so it's not like a crazy large amount. It's the 2007 E63 AMG Mercedes. 
Now that has the 6.2 liter AMG engine. It's a V8. This, this is a legendary motor. And the thing about this one is this vehicle and this engine are the last naturally aspirated uh, AMG engines, pretty much. Everything else now is turboed. So if you're a fan of natural aspiration, which I am, I like turbos too, don't get me wrong, turbos and superchargers, but there's a different feel to just a naturally aspirated vehicle. So that's at, now here's the stats on that, a 4.4 second, zero to 60, 507 horsepower. And this, the E63 is, imagine like a five series on a BMW. It's not quite the top one, but it's, it's very good. It's above exceptional. You could, to put it that way. And that, I'd love to have one of those things. Surprisingly, you can get one with like maybe 85, 90,000 miles for about 10K or like right at 10K, which is a great, it's a great price for that vehicle, in my opinion, because you can set aside maybe a couple extra grand or space out a little bit. Make sure you get yourself a nice running version. And that way you can have some money left over for any maintenance that could come up. Because that's a big problem is maintenance. And on that note, it brings me to the one I want to love so much, but I literally, I can't. I just can't bring myself to actually buy one. And that is the E46 M3. One of the best M cars BMW ever made. It's just beautiful. When you get a chance, guys, look it up if you don't know what it is. The E46 M3. It's got 330 horsepower, 4.80 to 60 time. Now, that's a little slower than the other ones, but when you look at it and that sound that car makes, I mean, BMW used to be able to make a really nice sound out of their cars. I don't like their turbo sounds anymore, but... They did really good with that. And you can get a convertible with the SMG transmission, which isn't really advisable, but it's there. You can get one of those for about eight grand, which at that price point, probably really good. And from there, you can actually switch out that SMG transmission to a regular six speed pretty easily. It's actually not that difficult. Um, Like I said, I wanna love it guys, but it wouldn't be my first choice. I, my first choice, of course, would be the E63. After that, probably the GTO. And then my last car on the list. It's one more German car. It's the BMW 135i. It's only got 300 horsepower. It's actually it's lighter than the E46 M3, but it has a twin turbo engine. And now this motor, it's called the N54. Now, I believe they make N55 versions, but the N54 is the one you want to go with. Because that thing, you can get it tuned, the ECU tuned, for like 500 bucks. You're making about 500 horsepower. So that, that 0 to 60 time is probably going to be pretty close to where that E63 is, maybe even quicker. Because right now, with 300 horsepower, you're looking at a 4.7 uh, 0 to 60 time. But... I mean, you crank that thing up to 500 horsepower, you're you're really putting down some numbers. And the tw the N54, you can look it up if y'all ever feel like it. So the 2JZ is really famous because it's just it's great at being boosted and putting down numbers uh, on the tracks and stuff. But 
the N54 is, people call it the new 2J. Because it's just, like I said, you get that one little tune and you unlock the, the potential of the vehicle. And these engines are built for 500 horsepower easily. Now, they do have their own problems, but it's not due to having, like, pushing it a little further past the 300 horsepower. And now I'm going to take a second, real quick, before I close this off, I'm just going to talk about weights and how the weight factors into this. So look at this. 500 horse, 507 horsepower on the E63 AMG. You got a 4.4 second 0 to 60. 4,000 pounds on the GT500 with 500 horsepower, you know, 4.4, 0 to 60. So it's the exact same horsepower, same weight, and same time. Whereas you see the GTO, it has 400 horsepower, which means it has like 65 more horsepower than the, the Trans Am at the same time with the 5.7 but it weighs about 225 pounds more. So it's only like a 4.5, 4.7 second 0 to 60, which is just like a 0.3.5 off of the Trans Am. So these are some factors whenever you're looking for something that's really fun and enjoyable. These are factors that you want to consider whenever you're finding something because the less weight, the easier it is to feel that power and for that power to actually work. So here's the E46 M3 versus the 135. And these are really good comparable things because the E46 has 330 horsepower, but it weighs about 3,750, 3,750 pounds. Whereas the 135, it only has 300 horsepower, but it's at a 4.70 to 60 and it's only 3,615, 20. So it's about a hundred pounds lighter with 30 less horsepower, but it has a quicker 0 to 60 on paper. So these are just really cool things to keep in mind. And also, uh, something called unsprung weight is weight that's not sitting on the springs of the cars. So anything like that are going to be just wheels and brakes, stuff like that. Stuff that hooks onto the axle and doesn't sit on top. And so that's why people, if you look at these wheel, like people who really spend a lot of money on wheels, it's because they're looking for something that's light and something that won't break. Uh, wheels, of course, when you're racing them and stuff, the rims themselves, if you're not careful, if they're not a really high grade quality steel or whatever they're using, the rims will actually crack and they will break. So Bugatti, I think it's like every time... I know for a fact every time you hit 200 miles an hour, you're supposed to change out the the wheels, like the tires. Not sure about the rims, but I know the rims you're supposed to change pretty fre frequently as well. And that's just because they're using such high quality material, but it's not, it's very soft because they, they're going for speed, right? They want to hit 200, 300 miles an hour. They don't want this extra unsprung weight slowing them down. So the interesting about thing about unsprung weight is that I believe it equates to like four times the actual weight in terms of like force moving forward. Maybe not four times. It's it's a certain number, but it actually equals 
like say you have 3,000 pounds of sprung weight, which is the car weighs 3,000 pounds, and you have about 400 pounds of unsprung weight, like the wheels and stuff, that 400 uh, actually equates to, this is just a rough number, I don't actually know the number, I probably should have looked this up, but oh well, I'm having fun today. So that 400 uh, pounds actually equates to about probably like 700, something around that ballpark. Just because of the uh, aerodynamics and uh, physics and all that fancy stuff, right? So there's all kinds of different things you can do to enjoy a car. I mean, hell, if you took your SUV or whatever and you put light tires on it that are also a little bit wider... You'd increase traction, and you would probably notice a difference in kind of initial torque and a little bit of the peppiness to the car just by the wheels themselves. So weight plays a huge factor in deciding what car you want to get and what you're looking for out of it. On a fun factor, the GTO or the e, the GTO, GT500, and probably the E46 M3 are the most fun cars you can get. But if you want power and a little bit of refinement, that E63 AMG is where it's at. And that's 4,000 pounds. So that's, that's a heavy, that's a heavy 500 horsepower. But the same with the GTO, but that's two-door, right? So, all right, y'all. I will leave y'all off there. You have a wonderful day. Go out in your backyard, enjoy the time, I don't know, go out on the block, go out into the uh, your local neighborhood park, just enjoy the time, and keep distance, whatever you gotta do to keep yourself safe. Alright, take it easy, this is Bill signing out, y'all.